0: It's Ricky, Trey, and Go. We're back for another episode We got a special guest uh, Second time on the show My main man, Mr. Jason Harrigan What's going on, brother?
1: Yes, sir, what's good?
0: Happy to have you Trey couldn't make it today It's Easter Sunday He had to make sure the twins Had a great Easter with the Easter Bunny So, we're here with Jason We're here with Rob Rich What's happening, baby?
2: What's happening?
0: And we're in a The new Boys in the Huddle studio in my man Broadway's crib. Beautiful setup. Thank you for having us, brother.
2: No doubt. What's happening?
0: It's been a lot going on, man, this past couple of weeks. And your man, Mr. Irving Magic Johnson, was kind of at the forefront of that. So Magic Johnson took over the Lakers, what was it, two years ago?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2017.
0: And it seemed like he almost begged Jeannie Buss to give him this position of power to turn the Lakers around, bring them back to showtime, bring them back to yesteryear. And I don't think that's what we got. <laughs> and I think Magic understood that's not what was going on. So he chose to step down as VP of basketball operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now we have a segment called Sucker or OG Jason is that a sucker Or is that an OG move by Magic Johnson Leaving the Lakers alone After promising to bring back the glory years After two years And getting LeBron James in town Is he a sucker or is he an OG for getting out of town
1: I think everybody's entitled to their own... You know, he can make the decisions that he'd like. So I'm not opposed to him just saying I can't do this anymore. But the way he went about it, that was a straight sucker move. Um, Magic Johnson, my favorite player of all time. Favorite basketball player of all time. Whenever I played, I always thought about Magic Johnson. I liked the way he passed and all of that. Um, But... To announce it in a press conference without speaking to the person who Hold hired on. you? Do we really believe Jeannie Buss didn't know? We really I believe, I believe it? it. I believe it. I believe it. We're believing
0: she didn't yeah, know. Yeah, she didn't 1000%. know.
1: 1,000%. I believe he left them an a, a, a interview or a meeting that they had, and he was upset and confused. I do think that it also speaks to more, not just how he felt, but more the current state of the Lakers. So I think that he might not be confident in being able to pull in an Anthony Davis. or well, clearly in, he couldn't pull it. Well, that's still to be, you know, there's still time for well, that. Well, he didn't pull it when it was time Right, it when it was in the point. media. Yeah, the way it went out, I think it, it went left a little bit, but I think he's not confident that he can get Kawhi Leonard. Or, that's not happening. Any of those guys, like he's, he's thinking like, man, what are we going to do? So he just bailed out. Well, let me ask let me ask you this. But the sucker move part, real quick, the sucker move mm-hmm. part is not telling the person who hired you, who invested in you,
2: and not only just the person that hired you, but somebody that you keep referring to as a sister.
1: Right. That's right. the part about it. You he's know, if you if you decide yeah,
2: to, if you decide to tell your boss like, hey, look, I'm out of here, then that's on you. You know, that's just business. But if you guys have a relationship that's bigger than business, for you to stand up there in front of the mic, and it almost seemed like he was just talking off the top
1: all the way all the way it looked like he just didn't know what was going on he was confused and he just was like let me just get this out the way because I'm scared, yeah, scared. he's yeah. scared of like saying it he just wanted to get it out which was weak mm-hmm. I think that the, not for nothing. I think that if you get LeBron James to the Lakers, you've done your job.
0: So you should just... So you think he's done everything that needed to be done in that role? So
1: far. I thought that so far, you can't say Magic did a bad job. He got LeBron James to the Lakers. You're good. Like, now LeBron LeBron got hurt, and, LeBron, and then when he came back, they didn't play as well as they should. That's not on him. He got LeBron James, the biggest player in the game, to the Lakers. Now you got another year. Find you a superstar, but I think that he knows... It's going to be hard to get a superstar.
0: Do you think there's more to this? Do you guys think there's more to this?
2: I think it's pretty cut and dry as far as it is with Magic. Again, I think he literally stood in front of that mic and before he knew it, he said what was on his brain at at the time. I don't think it was premeditated. I think it's really something that he just came up with at that time.
0: I don't know about that. Just because he said they were in meetings and he was like, Well,
1: I'm not going to be here.
0: like As, as they're talking well, he didn't about say
1: meetings, he said he was walking down the hallway and people would say things and he'd be like, uh, I might not be here. Which he is say some more sucker not. shit he that said he did. He's not going to be that here. That was some yeah. more sucker shit he that he said, did. He well, said,
2: Yeah, when they were talking about uh, what we're going to do next year. Yeah, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's some more
1: sucker shit that he did. Looking like Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. But, uh, but I think that he really is trying to... He wanted this all to fall on LeBron, I feel like. There's no way you Do leave that you
0: think that he wanted this to fall on LeBron? It's
1: not about the coach. They fired the coach the week later. Mm. So at first, everybody was saying, oh, it's because he wanted to fire the coach and she wouldn't let him. Well, they fired the coach, so it ain't about well, that. Well, it
0: was a mutual decision. It wasn't a firing. I think Luke wanted out himself. But he what was the great, though,
1: because even they talk about the ball, Rob Palenka... We don't nobody know him or care about him? Mm-hmm. Everybody we'll sees that.
0: Magic. With, with, with his, I you don't get know, all the credit. I don't know if you guys heard these rumors, but I think they're more than rumors. So, I don't know how much we can trust ESPN when it comes to talking about the NBA, because that's one of their biggest partners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ramona Shelbourne, who covers the Lakers, also works for ESPN, was coming out with a story about Magic Johnson and how he treated yeah, the staff. Yeah. Mm. And it was not favorable at all. And that he was very nasty. There was they called it abuse. Mm. So Chris Broussard spoke about this on Fox Sports, saying that there was supposed to be a story released in November December timeframe. And in, in the NBA put the pressure on ESPN not to release that story. It never came out. Mm. So apparently it was so bad that Magic would have had to step down. Anyway, do we think that there's something to that story and what we saw take place? The funny thing is, when they said abuse, Shannon Sharp said, We're not talking nothing sexual, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Old Shay Sharp got the chill. <laughs> and
0: clearly magic has the virus, so it was funny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shannon was I like
0: <laughs> Shannon said it. He's like, hold on, we're not talking about anything sexual, right? <laughs> I was like, damn, that's kind of foul. That,
2: that is foul. <laughs> he sound like Carl Malone and shit. I'm not playing with him. He's sweating on me. That's crazy.
1: because <laughs> there was sexual abuse involved dude. why? Yo, like, Magic would be a wild nigga for that one, pause boy. Pause the show. I gotta, I'm not sure where we going with that. I'm just, no,
0: I'm just saying, they said there was abuse. They didn't say it was sexual abuse. But do we think these stories that was supposed to come out that didn't because NBA put the pressure has anything to do with what he decided to do i think I, it's more as again i think it's more to it
1: i think he's really scared i think he he didn't feel like he promised he was going to deliver and a lot of people are hard on themselves like when you start talking about lonzo ball and you saying that he's going to be this type of player and all that and then he don't really pan out to what you thought he was going to be Maybe he put too much pressure on himself with that. Maybe he expected to be in the playoffs this year with LeBron. Like, you get LeBron, you think you're in the playoffs. There's if no LeBron way. If LeBron
0: didn't get hurt, do you think they would have made 100% it? 100%, I think they was 100%. in the playoffs.
1: 100%. They was fourth in the West. You know what I mean? You missed two months to come back. It's hard to get that shit back You don't like think
0: that. the Anthony Davis thing had anything to do with the mental stability and the, the chemistry of the team?
1: Well, I don't think it helped. I mean, I think that when you, when the players first coming back and these other players are trying to get it together and now you got trade rumors swirling and everybody else is getting into their groove of playing the right way, it's tough because everybody else is getting into their stride. And you are right. just getting a player back, right? And you got these other players who are like young, a day off of being traded. Mm-hmm. So, to, mm-hmm. like one day they might call him and say, "Oh, it's about to be done." Mm-hmm. And now the players is like, "Oh, damn, it's about to be done." So I think that's tough to deal with. But I do think if he didn't, if he if he didn't get hurt, they would. But that don't matter. I think that if you get LeBron, you expect to make the playoffs. Right. He didn't, um, and I think that regardless of what happened like that's a sucker move like what's up with you you just gonna leave like that like give us a reason Need well there it? was
0: there was also rumors that rob palenka who is not well liked within the nba circuits right being a past that page. he was talking about magic behind his back about magic not being in recruiting sessions and Magic not being available for a lot of the things the VP of Basketball Operations is supposed to be a part of.
2: Well, he has to understand that Magic is there for that. But at the same time, right, It's I'm the face of the Lakers, right? So you and somebody else go do it for me.
0: See, but that's not what that job is supposed to be about. Well, That's but, not what that job is supposed to be about. Now, Magic f- assumed that because I'm – magic Magic smiling magic johnson everybody loves me that i can get away with that then shame on him because that's not what that job is supposed to be it's not supposed to be a smile hey i'm magic well apparently you're supposed to be there for the recruiting session you're supposed to be there evaluating talent you're supposed to be around for those things they said they didn't know what magic was half the time
1: right but there's some things that magic brings to the table that supersede his job that maybe his job doesn't call for but he also adds some equity to in regards to being Magic Johnson that doesn't call for his job so he adds some value well
0: maybe there's another title then maybe there's another position that he should have
1: (laughs) had ambassador I think that's what
0: he was before right well that's what
1: he's trying to do now ambassador but
0: not for the Lakers there's no way he could be associated with the Lakers that's the problem right but he thinks that
1: right, right
2: but the way that he was talking he thinks he honestly thinks that the day after this He's able to just go back into the Lakers building and everything is all good. OJ thought that
0: he could go back to the country club after (laughs) he got acquitted. It doesn't work like that.
1: Right. He's talking about, I want to be just enjoy the games and support the Lakers. No, now you can't come to the games no more.
0: I don't say, I don't know if he can't come to the games. We don't want
1: you there. We're not applauding. They're not giving him a standing ovation when he walk in there.
0: I wouldn't say that he's still the, one of the if not the greatest Laker player so you player think next season time.
1: opening game he walks in the stadium they stand up and applaud him he's gotta give it some time oh right he right. gotta give it some time he's gotta give it like 5 or 10 years so like, <laughs> get out <of> here <laughs> I don't magic I don't now know LeBron see, now LeBron would be okay if LeBron says yo no pick this coach get these players well get he's this. working
2: on it right now
1: he should do that he I should do that it. because the person who was supposed to do it left him out to dry didn't call him, didn't do nothing. Like Those are the people who hire him. Genie Buss and all of them. He just told them in a press conference. Do
0: you guys think Rob Palenka had it out for Magic in some way?
1: I can't speak to that. You know what I'm saying? That would be...
0: Do you think he plotted and schemed so that he could possibly get that position? Because Rob Palenka is still in the position of GM. and Apparently, he's calling all the shots right I
1: don't now. think it would matter. If I'm Magic Johnson, I never even thought about Rob Palenka in my life before. Like... <laughs> Why does he matter to you, sir? you run this whole thing. Because he's the GM. Rob is still the GM. He's the GM, but why does it matter to Magic? When Magic makes the moves, if Magic is AD and they get Anthony Davis or they get Kawhi, right. Magic gets all that gets credit. The credit. He got all the credit for getting LeBron when they was talking about he was out of his house. He walked in at midnight. Yeah. He stood by himself. He went by himself. No security, no nothing. Magic got all that credit for getting LeBron James. 100% of it. No genie bus, no Rob Palenka. So why does he matter now? You mm. Magic Johnson. Like, do you want to let him run you out of there? Well, well, that's just some sucker shit.
0: I mean, well, let's, let's look at Magic as, as a person throughout his career. Yeah. He had a great... NBA career before the HIV virus came into play. But after that, he decided he wanted to make a comeback. Yep. He said he's going to come back. The doctors cleared him and then he can come back and play basketball. That was very short-lived. Mm-hmm. He then went right back I understand into that retirement.
1: Part, I understand that part.
0: All right, let me go through it. So then, he's decided that he wants to coach. Magic Johnson said, "I want to be the coach of the Lakers."
2: Yes, franchise
0: did. that he loves. They started out 5-0. It was towards the end of the season. Then they went 0-10. Magic said, I'm gone. I'm out of I've here. I've had enough. I don't want no parts of this. 16 so he, games in. He didn't get fired. He quit. Yep. Magic Johnson had a talk show. Ratings were down. Bye-bye. They didn't fire him and say that the show was over. He said... I'm done with this.
1: I'm not going to be here. He quit. (laughs) So you're trying to label him as a quitter. Because I, it, cause the ultimate, like the not, ultimate counter to that would be if I have AIDS and I stand up in front of the world and I tell you I have AIDS and then I keep going, yeah, I become H-R-V, a billionaire. Let's be clear, HIV, for the, for okay? But if I stand up in front of the world and say I have HIV and then I become a billionaire and I do all of these things, that's the ultimate counter to to being a quitter. So he, you can't just say he's a quitter as a man. He just, I
0: just laid it out there. You're you're refuting the fact that Magic is a quitter. You're I would that
1: say act. that if I was Magic or somebody on his side, I would, I would argue that and say, how can he be a quitter when who has fought through adversity more than that man? That that's the ultimate sign of fighting through adversity. Okay. But at the same time, if you're not well equipped and you can't figure it out, then you might get out of certain situations. Maybe he's not a good basketball guy as far as like coaching. Well, yeah, uh, we saw Michael president. Jordan was not right, good. right, right. Michael Jordan don't get it, GM, though. He's still the GM, I think. He, he don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Magic knows. I'm sure Magic, with all these businesses that he's had, and Starbucks, and the Burger Kings, and the Magic Th- Johnson Theaters, look up how many of those closed down. He probably was like, damn, I got a Magic Johnson Theater in a certain areas same ain't working, close it down. Some of them stayed open, but some of them he knew when to get out. And I think this one, I think he, he was in it over his head. He's like, yeah, I can't just pull kids I don't in. think
0: he was in over his head in this situation he still had the ability to get this
1: done I think he's he's shocked that he couldn't get Paul George he couldn't get Kawhi Leonard like he knows Kawhi is not coming there. He's shocked by it. He that. knows that. I don't he, know
0: why he's shocked. Because, because he's he thinking I'm it.
1: Magic Johnson. Like, players don't care but about old see, guys see, no more. But now, see, those days are. over. But
0: here's the thing. Now you got to do your job. Now you can't rely on getting the big name because you're Magic Johnson. What's wrong with getting a Tobias Harris? What's wrong with getting uh, Kemba Walker to come now join LeBron? LeBron is truly still the greatest player in the world, as people like to call him. I don't call him that. But if you are able to put those pieces together, if you're a true basketball genius, is what some people may say that he is, why would you just wave the flag and not try to work it, even if you can't get those super big names? He's a quitter, man. I really believe he's a quitter. I, I definitely when think he quit when i in
1: this situation. I think he quit because he was in over his head, and he really thought he could just pull in the top players, and he realizes, like, damn, I'm not— as great of an evaluator as i thought i was and i can't just get these kids to come because i'm magic johnson because they don't care
2: and also this job is a little bit harder than maybe i thought that it For was sure. you know what i'm saying there's a lot of there's there's more that goes into it um i think if you look back at his track record and all the things that toos was just saying i mean how can you not label him a quitter one situation doesn't define
1: a, the bigger situation ever like yeah, HIV. He fought through that. That shows you like he yo. quit
0: on that too. He should have AIDS by now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yo. Oh yeah.
2: <my> <laughs> yo, <laughs> you can't say he's not I mean he's what he's saying is right. No, he
3: yeah. didn't quit.
0: He quit.
2: He didn't go to full he didn't go all the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's if he would have went all the way, he wouldn't even be here. Right. He'd
1: be full blown by now. Yeah. He gave up. Man. He showed you how to fight through it, so I think he was in over his head. I think he was in over his head. He's he too PC, it. but the way he went about it, way he went about it was way out. It was it was corny. That was that was a sucker move, and I think that from now on, when he goes into that Laker Stadium, until they win another championship,
0: he's going to be. But let me ask you this: I asked both of you guys this question. Let's give a percentage. What's the percentage of LeBron having to do with this? What's the percentage of Rob Palenka having something to do with this? What's the percentage of Magic taking ownership and just being a bitch ass nigga having to do with this? How are you breaking that up? And what what percentage do you give Jeannie
1: Bus? Mine's just real simple: one hundred percent Magic Johnson being a bitch ass nigga.
0: Wow, you're not putting LeBron in this at all. Fuck well, no,
1: he there, he came, he there, he did his part. You, you don't think do?
0: Clutch Sports had a lot to do with putting Clutch pressure? Clutch Sports trying on to get you AD. They trying to do everything they can, and that ruined the season for them.
1: Well, that's because Magic couldn't do it behind behind scenes. Because, <laughs> because, because Magic what you made want it public.
0: Because Clutch made it public. Because it's Magic couldn't do it, it for the deal first six done. months.
1: He's like Magic. What are you doing? Are you going to get this done or not? It's hard to get a deal done when you make it public. They, they waited till the 23rd hour to, to make it public. Right, what
2: he's saying is that, what Jay is saying is that they've been working behind the scenes right. for six months and he couldn't close the deal. So I now we got to go all. this, now we got to take it public. Um, we'll put I, I think that I'm going to have to say it's probably, you know, it's probably about 95% magic, man. 95% magic. Um you know, and for shits and giggles, I'll give Rob Palinka 5% because maybe he is kicking his back in on the backside. Mm. I don't think that, that Jeannie bus played a, a part in this because she genuinely had love for Magic. You know what I'm saying? If, if she can walk in here and know that this ship is being driven by somebody that she's known since 1979, that's easy for her. You know what I'm saying? This is right. what my dad would want. This is what my father would want. If there's anybody in the world that would be leading this franchise outside of the bus name, It should be Magic Johnson. So at that point, she's like, hey, man, it's cool. You know what I mean? But I I honestly think that Magic was like, yo, there is so much going on here, and I just want to be Magic Johnson that everybody loves. I don't want to be the bad guy.
0: See, that was his excuses were whack. I couldn't text Russell Westbrook. Nigga. That was weird. Are you serious? I couldn't work out with Ben Simmons over the summer. For, For who? For what? Who cares?
1: It's the Lakers. I thought you was – that was your focus. Right. And all of a sudden, you got to help everybody, like, get right. out of here, man. Right, right, That was corny. Yeah.
0: So I'm giving 60% to Magic. I'm giving 30% to Rob Palenka. And I'm giving 10% to LeBron. <laughs> I knew
2: you'd find a way to give LeBron some of that. <laughs> you to sneak in some LeBron. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> what did LeBron do? I'm interested. I think the
0: clutch sports thing that is very heavily influenced and run by LeBron had a lot to do with the turmoil throughout the season, so I'm giving ten percent to LeBron James and his crew. His Magic crew. didn't want to deal with that shit. That had something to do with it. His posse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know what you're trying Are to do. Are they a posse?
0: I didn't call them a posse. Uh, shit. His crew. Oh, he that's a fucking that's his white
2: way of you know. Well, you guys <laughs> know a posse. That's funny.
0: But Magic, we're disappointed. We're not even Lakers fans, but we were fans of you as a player. You know, it's some bitch-assness involved in this. And honestly, I used to question his, you know, everybody likes to call him this great businessman. I I don't really look at him like that.
2: (laughs) If you would have seen the look that Jason just shot you when you said that. I'm
1: trying to figure out how can he not be a great businessman.
2: He
0: invested. I, I think investing your money, which you have a lot of, and you're investing money that people are pointing to. You have your financial advisors, I'm sure. And they're saying, hey, Magic, Starbucks is going to blow up. You need to buy some. Okay. Hey, Magic.
1: Get some movies well, typically here. when people go broke, they don't go broke because people try to make it like people just in a club bottles tani- and all tani- of that no they go it broke from investments from bad investments Antoine Walker he went broke from bad investments you gotta have
0: the right people around right. him right so like so he had the right people around him telling him to make the right investments I don't know if that makes him this great businessman that people tried to make him out to be
2: Basically, he's just drilling down one level and saying, "Yeah, we know that he has, you know, he's been successful." But when you drill down another level, is it based on him or is it based on the people around? But
0: Serena Williams is like, apparently, Magic claims Serena wants um, Magic to uh, mentor her, and I'm like, can Magic really mentor you? Like, I mean. He's just made the right choices with his money. I don't think he's that's done a, anything. That's a good in, start, but 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 he's. <laughs> but I'm sure it's, it's pretty much based on whoever is advising him. So I, I mean, I just don't know. He if chooses he really. the right
1: people to advise him.
0: All right, so I would hope that Serena's really those people, for the phone and not
1: for nothing. If it was just about that, then why wasn't? why doesn't everybody choose those people because they advise other people too you think everybody that they advise has a billion no like magic is He's a, give them crap prime, where it's prime example
0: George Foreman has the grill the Foreman grill right Hulk Hogan was approached <laughs> by the same people for that same grill and Hulk Hogan said this shit ain't gonna pop this shit ain't gonna work George Foreman said sure <laughs> I'll do it and the rest is history so he just happened to go along with something where the other people were advising him around. But it wasn't like George Foreman said, hey, he didn't proactively say, hey, I want to put together this grill that's going to juice out the fat and, and, and make people leaner when they're cooking these meats and make it much easier for them to be able to do. People came to him and said, hey, George, Hulk Hogan passed. What do
1: you think? But I'm sure that George <laughs> Foreman also got probably approached to do... Uh Dumb shit. Bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, yo, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. And maybe he didn't do it. And so give him credit where it's due. If they make good business decisions, they make good ones. Cause some people make some bad ones. Magic's a good Jeez. businessman. He's not a good president of basketball operations and he messed up the Lakers right now. Uh. LeBron gotta fix it. That's the thing. When LeBron fix it, then you get on here and you tell you him You think LeBron's fixing this? He's gonna fix it. <laughs> he's gonna fix it. <laughs> He's going to fix it. All that talk about people That's don't want to come play That's your king. With nah, it's not my king. He's, he, I, I
0: he's, he's going to be 36 years old. I don't think
1: he's 36. He's
0: going to be 36 next season. He's, he's
1: 35, 35
0: today, but he's going to be 36 in what, December? I think he turns 36. Okay. Well, how do you think a 36-year-old LeBron James, who is clearly breaking down, is going to be able to change <laughs> to this? Down. Is he not? Is he not breaking down?
1: I mean, I, I, I guess age happens to everybody, but I, I bet you they in the playoffs next year, and, uh, they, and they and they and they make a good run.
0: Who was the only person on this podcast who said the Lakers weren't making the playoffs? He's talking right now. Hello, this guy.
1: <laughs> okay, they were only the person. And he got hurt. He got hurt, first injury.
0: No, his ad, his his attitude came into play, trying to run everything, and it disrupted the, injury the team. injury had nothing
1: to
0: do with it? No. The dr- disruption <laughs> of the team with him trying to get Anthony Davis because he felt like he needed help. You knew what you were getting into when you signed up for this. Get out of here, Queen James.
1: We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll reflect on this uh, later today, but I do think he's <laughs> going to help. It. I think he's going to help.
0: Let's move on. So we all stamping magic as a bitch ass nigga,
1: bitch ass nigga, suck ass bitch ass. For this, nigga. for this move, for this move, he was that was some bullshit he did.
0: Last question: What's his legacy? Is his legacy with the Lakers now lose a little? He does he lose some points? Is he not no. going to be? considered revered and revered as a leg- legendary laker
1: player. You can't take that away. Yeah. You can't take away the you can't 80s take- and the no-looks passes and the Right.
2: Look at the meme right now and shit. You know what I'm saying? They say would you hit and they like, whoop, pass." You know what I'm saying? It's a magic <laughs> it's a magic <laughs> no, meme out there right there.
1: That. He had an unbelievable stamp in history. It was one of the most unbelievable legacies ever. The 80s Lakers is crazy. But
0: like you said, can he show up to the stadium mid-season next year get announced? Stand up and wave to the crowd and get the love. That only if something else him.
1: happens where they they feel compelled. But right now they're gonna be like, "Fuck out of here!" You got to go up to the skybox.
2: Genie Bus is gonna do just like how uh Dolan did over there in in, in New York. <laughs> and and, and, o. Yeah, stop his ass at the <laughs> door. <having laughs>
0: yeah. Right We're gonna give Magic a we're gonna boo you, Magic. And yeah, that was supposed something. Yeah. But what I will say is, I feel like this is an opportunity for. Uh, LeBron James to really try to take the reins I don't think he was ever officially embraced by LA mm-hmm. I don't think they really fucked with him like that and even with the passing of Nipsey Hussle I think this is an opportunity for LeBron to do something to become beloved to become, in LA right cause I, I don't believe that they really have that connection with him and now's the time do something in the memory of Nipsey do something to let the Lakers fans know that you are doing whatever you can do to, to make, make the, the franchise right,
1: right, make the franchise better, and That's
0: a good so point. far that might, I haven't seen it.
1: For that might work out for him. I didn't even think about that part. That might work out for him, where he can get some, because they're mad at Magic, mm-hmm. and they might be like, "Well, you here with us? Let's ride out with, with, with LeBron." Mm-hmm. I want
2: to know if LeBron's actually going to speak out on the on the Magic thing.
1: He like, ain't gonna never disrespect uh, Magic. I don't think. I do yeah. that'd be tough. Yeah. He doesn't have to disrespect him to
0: speak out. But I haven't heard him speak anything about it.
1: He said he was shocked. I thought that was enough. It was like, I'm shocked. I cannot believe. Like, yo, if I'm shocked at your actions and you my man, like, yo, you pull me in here. And if I'm shocked, that means like, yo, I didn't know nothing about nothing. Mm -hmm. He just came out of nowhere. Weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on.
0: Um, Last Sunday, we saw Tiger Woods make what some people are calling the greatest comeback in sports history by winning his fifth Masters. I watched it. I don't typically watch golf regularly, but I felt like I had to tune in to see this because Tigers become a polarizing individual. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that it was great to see Ron, did you watch it?
2: Oh, of course. I was out there, Sonny had a baseball game and I had my phone out and I'm 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 in between watching Sonny uh you know, hit a double and a single and strike out once. Um I'm okay. I'm I'm tuned in to Tiger on my phone. So yeah, I was all in. I was all in.
0: What were your thoughts as far as him being able to make this comeback and the reaction from the public? Because they tried to tear him down, the media I felt like tried to tear Tiger Woods down. Mm-hmm. They and threw him away. They threw him away. Mm-hmm. It, but everybody does love a redemption story. But of I course. don't know if you can be a billionaire and can be considered a redemption story.
2: Well, yeah, but redemption you know? doesn't have to deal with money or, or, you know, losing money or monetary gain. Uh, you know, his redemption was more so because at one point he was the greatest golfer the world has ever seen mm-hmm. and he was you know i mean for him to to beat jack was going to be something simple you know jack is what at 18 right. uh 18 majors for those that don't watch golf and don't know jack nicholas had 18 majors tiger just got his 15th um but he was sitting on 14 for what probably the last seven years mm-hmm. give or take mm-hmm. uh so you know at at one point it was a it was a it was a known fact that Tiger was going to pass him and and, and crush that record, you know. Um, but I, I have to say that this, you know, this was just bless you, my brother, <coughs> or cough you. Know what I'm saying, yeah, he's all right. That brown Roll goes down. Roll yeah, and I'm saying that brown hurts. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, just Tiger. This this story is something that you've that you've never seen, you know, and. It wasn't like he came in being a favorite. Everybody wanted to see Tiger put that green jacket on, but I don't think that there was many people at all that thought that it was going to actually happen. Um, you know, he came out. He had a great day on Thursday, and was like, "Uh oh, there might be something here." And then on Friday, he's still in the hunt, and he's I think at that point he might have been about three or four back, and it's like, "Oh shit, Tiger's actually going to the week. We're going to Saturday. We're going to take this thing, you know." And he's and if Tiger's in the hunt, come Sunday. Well, at that point, everybody is scared like they used to be, you know. So I think that I think it was amazing watching Tiger. I think it was amazing.
0: Well, here's my thing. Michael Jordan clearly said it was the greatest comeback that he ever saw. And Michael had a comeback. When did black people start to accept Tiger Woods after he clearly denounced the race? Why are black people so happy? Why are black people so elated around Tiger Woods when he flat out said, "I'm not one of you"?
1: Why were we happy when O.J. got off? Right. I thought that's a that's a good that's a great comparison. We just like when when somebody goes down, we won't always root for that person. Cause now you. Why feel do you like, think that is? Just because you probably felt. Like, they finally get it now, and we are the most forgiving people ever, so we always forgive, Um but the thing about the Tiger thing is, I think it's great that he did it, I watched it, I was happy for him, it's the Masters, what other tournament would you want, but like last year, he was in a few tournaments, he fizzled out on Sunday, Right. Um, but this year, the thing about it is, yeah. It's the probably the biggest comeback ever, as far as like how high you could be, how falling low that low, you could be. and then coming back to the top. But the only sport that could ever happen is golf.
0: Well, let me ask you: you this.
1: you can't do that in another sport and right. be out for nine years, but in golf, you could be in your forties and right. I mean,
2: well,
0: what I want to know is what happened to Tiger, because I sent y'all, you and Dante, a clip of Don, of, of Tiger before he became Tiger. And they were interviewing him, asking him what tournament meant the most to him. And he said, the Masters. Mm-hmm. I want to win the Masters because how they treated us through the years. And I think it would make such an impact if I could go to the Masters and win it mm-hmm. based on how we we mm-hmm. were treated. Mm-hmm. So what changed?
3: His what father, changed when Tiger died. came? His father
0: died you That's think probably. his father passing changed his, fa- his father i don't, passed I don't think so no no, no, no no, it hurt him but no.
1: also he became like that michael jordan on a next level type mm-hmm. of symbol so even like a michael jackson he became that big to where he started thinking about bigger than that and everybody being inclusive so when he came up with that bullshit, uh what's it called the oh the, the, the collision yeah some crazy he bullshit. got a mom who's asian right right and he's thinking like how can i incorporate everybody like michael jackson wanted to do just everybody be included so i feel like that <laughs> michael wanted to i understand me. that But hold on That's
0: earl fine. woods when that that came up and he had that interview with oprah earl was on the set he was side by side with tiger when he said that okay. so i wouldn't say earl passing Is why Tiger lost his way with the community. Yeah, but you
2: also don't chastise your child in public like that either. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure that's a conversation. But you're
0: saying that you think Earl Wood's passing had something to do with Tiger losing his. Yeah, losing himself. Earl was there when he made that particular comment. Right,
1: but So whatever. I can't I can't associate the two. I agree with that. I understand that. I, I think the comment was out of pocket, so I think that he shouldn't have said that. But I think that once he started losing his way, it was after that. Like, Cobblin Asian. That's the term. Cobblin Asian. Cobblin
0: Asian. Caucasian, black, and Asian is what he tried to coin himself. I don't know when he lost B-way his way.
1: Um, obviously, he lost his way with money and power and influence. Yeah. He started getting into something anybody. else. Um, but...
0: If that tiger as a kid would have been the tiger that we got today, would have done a lot more for black, for the black community. He lost his way because I think he was trying to appeal to, to everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I think he saw is that's not going to work. Nobody can make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And you know as a coach, there's no way you can make every parent happy, right? So You've got to do what works for you.
1: So when Jay-Z says, like, yo, my presence is enough, like, me doing what I'm doing or Barack doing what he's doing is enough, can Tiger get that? Like, yo, for what I've done, why can't I get that?
2: Yo, here's what I think, though. Even, honestly speaking, even unconsciously, if he's not, if that's not his thought process, well, it's happening anyway. Because I don't watch golf if Tiger isn't golfing.
1: Nobody does. But would it have Period.
0: more of an impact if he recognized it? I think Jay-Z and Barack clearly recognize who they are and, and where they come from and who they want to try to connect with. Tiger doesn't. So it doesn't have the same impact. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, I, I think that at the end of the day that we also have to just let people be who they are.
0: But who is he? Because I He's see a Tiger clip, Woods. I see a clip of you as a youngster talking about you want to – Take down the masters because of how black people were treated at that country club.
1: At that tour. But will they be treated differently at that country club now?
0: Yes, because they just had the first women masters. Right. Did he accomplish
1: his goal? Because that's what he said he wanted to do. <laughs> right? Did he accomplish his goal? Or did he say, Yo, I want to make sure a cops but don't is that harass his goal him? He didn't he anymore. Say that. He didn't is that his that.
0: goal anymore? Because we don't know what guy we have to Oh, well, he
1: accomplished that goal now. I don't know what his goal could be. You never, you never know. I saw him out the other night having drinks in the green jacket. He had that shit on for five days straight. He hasn't <laughs> really? taken it
0: off. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy he, that he, he hasn't taken he the green made, jacket off. Made it back to the shop. <laughs> 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 that
2: nigga like hoes standing on the corner
1: and shit. Huh? Fuck it. Go ahead, yeah, Tiger. All the It was an unbelievable. He <laughs> <stage>. was Doing <laughs> stage. DNA swab on that one one green jacket that jacket. He had a little girl with him. <laughs> <laughs> he had his chick with him. But it was a great it was a great accomplishment to watch. Um you definitely wanna see it. And at the masters was a good one. Um Yeah. I, I mean, I think that golf is the only sport that something like that could happen at. I was fascinated. I've been rooting for him since he went down. Um yeah. and like most black people, we probably root for those underdogs, people who've reached rock, rock bottom. When you do have those instances, even like like you said, O J. We was all rooting for O. J. And
0: we now regret it. OJ's a piece of shit. We regret rooting for him at the time. Yeah, I kind of do. And I, I was in like sixth, seventh grade when that happened, but I remember them putting it out on the loudspeaker saying that OJ got off. I, I remember do them. remember that. The teacher in just being school. so distraught because mm-hmm. the teacher was white. OJ is a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know that's a, that's a layered discussion, so maybe we don't go there. But with Tiger, let's let's let's. Think about this. Tiger is only a quarter black. Was he? Is he wrong in even saying that? If he took wrong. at it as a, we, because of what the three fifths rule. He's no, he definitely is it because of the three fifths rule. Somebody
1: sees you, they are gonna say a black that man. Did black. this. So understand that and respect that, especially if you say like, oh, what happened at the Masters and how they viewed it. So that means you have some, you know, your father You're connected, right? You connected. You understood that. So don't disrespect what's going on with that. You're a black man. I don't give if it's a quarter or not. You looked as a black man. And he, so.
2: but in, in Tiger himself said it, though. You know what I'm saying? He said it. Um, I mean, again, at the end of the day, we know that if you look black, they're going to tell you that you're black. And what did
0: he say? What are you talking about?
1: Read, nigga.
2: In America, <laughs> which I love from the depths of my heart and soul, when you look at me, you're still considered black.
0: So Tiger said that.
2: Well, actually, it was It was said about him. Um, that's coming from Colin Powell.
0: Oh, Colin Powell said that. Right. Okay. Right.
2: Okay. But Colin Powell and Tiger Woods are, are, are very connected with one another. Connected. Right. You know what I'm saying? Running the same circles. Um, again, the fact of the matter is that sometimes you don't necessarily have to speak of what you're doing. Like what Hove says.
0: Well, what, what Tiger needs to take from this, and I hope he still has time to do some good. When he got arrested, he was labeled, and in the police report said he was black. Right. They didn't say combination Asian. They, <laughs> they didn't. say, it. They it didn't
1: like, say oh, Asian. Got the DUI. Yeah. Well, it
0: was pills. It wasn't. Yeah, but
1: you know, it, was, it, was D, yeah, it was a DUI. Yeah, it was a arrest a year ago. They considered ago.
0: that a DUI, but it he was, wasn't drinking alcohol. It was it was pills. Right, 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 right. But yeah, they considered him. They they labeled him as black. Mm-hmm. And what he has to understand is you can't make everybody happy. You have to look out for the people that are you're connected with mm-hmm. and whether you like it or not, you're connected with the black race and the black community. And I think he needs to maybe take this moment, seize it and maybe do a little bit more. And and you know what? I don't know. Maybe he's doing some things that I'm not aware of. I'm going to, going to do some research and we'll put him on the victory lap the next time we do that segment. But from what I know, he's tried to disassociate himself. And, you know, I, I think that there's an opportunity here.
1: Personally. I think there's an opportunity. I think he could uh, definitely benefit from having an opportunity to speak with the right people and express... What he's going through and how he feels about things now i also feel like people should be entitled to be whoever they are so yo if tiger doesn't right. want to be like pro black on the front lines then he don't gotta do that
2: yo you know what the, and the funny thing about that is that tiger woods and michael jordan were are great friends right, right? and they both kind of are in the same vein when Who it comes learned it to that from
1: michael 100 so i blame mike jordan more than i blame tiger
2: right Right, because for Michael... How Tiger acts. Yeah, because right, Michael yeah. laid that blueprint.
1: For sure. You
2: know what I'm saying? He, he laid that blueprint.
0: I wouldn't necessarily say that Michael laid the blueprint, because I know for a fact, on that Oprah interview, uh, Tiger spoke about how he learned a lot, how to deal with the media, how to deal with the changes in his life from Charles Barkley. And they were all a big crew back then. And I think s- something happened where they don't fuck with Charles no more. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but something happened where they don't really fuck with Charles no more. But... I mean, it's hard, it's hard to really gauge how he feels about black people today. We don't see that much going on around his life since Earl has passed. Right. But, you know, the three-fifths rule was what, real quick, that that, that three-fifths rule was what white people said. If you had three-fifths of black blood, then you were going to be considered black. Are we still ignorant into even falling into that today? Because I think that's why a lot of black people have a problem with uh, Tiger and folks of mixed culture because they follow this. Well, back in slavery times, they said, if you three fifths of blood, you were black. So that still stands today. Should we even still be fucking with that?
1: Should Tiger be considered black? <laughs> like I mean he's just a quarter you saying, you're saying he's a like quarter somebody black. like Tiger He's be considered a quarter black. black. He's a quarter black. Right, should he be considered black? Yeah, should he be considered black. <laughs> 100%. I mean. <laughs> why on.
0: why do you say that though? From the 3 fifths rule? No. No. From no, the, from
1: the eye test. Right.
2: The eye test. When if, if when Tiger walks into, you know, into the uh, into the convenience store, they're going to follow him. You know why? Cuz he doesn't look white.
3: Mm.
2: when tiger has uh uh you know when he walks in and he before he opens his mouth you know what they say this guy got nigga blood in him that's what they say if we if we let's not we for right now we won't call it the three-fifths rule we'll just say he got a drop of nigga blood in him he a nigga that's what they say so it, it, the rule doesn't matter
0: it's should but should that define how you feel about yourself
2: no, you define how you feel about yourself. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it comes down to. I'm black. My son's mother is, is, is should, Spanish.
0: should that define how other people within that culture define you?
2: Well, we both know that that's something that you can never do. I can't tell you how to define
0: right. me. Right. So, I mean, if Tiger Woods said, I'm only a quarter black. Mm-hmm. And the question that Oprah asked him was, are you offended when people call you African-American? He said yes. But the reason that he didn't want to neglect his his mother's heritage and he didn't want to neglect his father's heritage. Mm -hmm. So that's when he came up with that term, "Cobblin Asian.
2: Right. And I I mean, and, and there's nothing to denounce there. I don't think that there's anything to denounce there. But we're talking about how does someone perceive you? Well, someone doesn't perceive you as Asian or this or that, they look at you and say, "Yo, he must he mixed with son. He must have some black in him somewhere." That's what they say.
1: My thing is the acknowledgement. So if he said he understood what he would do for the masters by being a black man who wins it, and what they've done to before people before he became a star, right? But if he understood that and he acknowledged it, then at that point you understand what you mean and what you are and what you were going to be looked at when you're walking up that 18th hole, Paul's like, you're going to be, you know exactly how you're going to be looked at. So you know how you're looked at by this country and this society and this world. So make sure that you keep That's that in mind That's because point. you acknowledged it. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to put that on everybody. Everybody's not supposed to live out our um, plight. I will say that like when I watch that, when I watched the uh, Tiger Woods the other day, I was excited. I was excited on Friday because I had mm-hmm. a feeling. I really had a feeling he was going to be in it. I've been waiting since last year.
2: Yeah, when he when he was there until right. he fell apart. Because right. I remember me and Dante, we was texting – and we like, oh, he about to do it. And then that's when he stumbled. Right. And it was like,
1: ah, fuck. But so- you know what? If any sport is going to happen, it's going to happen this one. And if anyone you want to watch, is going to be the Masters. I watched the Masters on Sunday because of Tiger. But when I watched it, I didn't think that was a black moment. Did y'all feel like when you watched it, like this is a black moment? Like you mentioned OJ moment. That was a black moment. There's a few moments where we have as black people where – Somebody accomplishes something and we, we know it resonates with black people.
2: Yeah. I As think,
1: the blacks won.
2: So here's what I think. I didn't feel that at all. Right. I think it's Thank because you. it and it probably has to go with what Toots has been saying, right? Because Tiger doesn't necessarily um he doesn't necessarily uh you know, scream his black you know, his his I'm a black man and, and yada yada yada, right? But I think the other part of it too is that it's it's just it's golf. It's golf. So until there's somebody that actually looks like us, Um listens to the music that we listen to, it's probably closer to the person that we grew up with.
1: Well, now the first time you saw him walking walking up the Masters, or the first five times you saw him winning major championships, it was a black moments. Those were black moments, whether he said it or not. You saw a black man walking up those, winning those jackets. Those were black moments. At this point, he's so why I think that they those not are Tiger. Today?
0: Yeah, because did you feel like it was a black moment?
1: No I didn't But, but you I'm used to curious. feel like it right
0: No you're absolutely correct right. In what you're saying But why do you think That disconnect happened Is my question I don't know
1: I don't Is it because of the
0: uh, 19 prostitutes That was white
1: No that had nothing to do with I, think, no, I, I don't no, think, I think no, it no, anything no, no. to do With the personal life
0: not, But did it Have nothing to do
1: with Never him, like. thought he was with a black woman Back in the day
0: Never thought It's that. not having But even the, they, they showed and identified All of the women he was with That were prostitutes
1: Did you ever think and He was with black women Before that But none of them were black? I think Dave Chappelle did his skit before that when he was like the racial draft and he's like I always wanted to say this for shizzle like, like we knew Tiger Woods was never a black dude <laughs> like, like he never was a black dude so
0: the, see that's the question though you said all that you said it didn't said. matter
1: when when he first was walking up no matter if he thought or dated or whatever it don't matter what you date he was a black man but you just said yeah, but, you just said he wasn't a yeah, black dude but here's dude. the thing no write. as far as I'm talking about dating black women and stuff like that yeah
2: Here's the thing. We're having two different discussions. One discussion from one standpoint, what Toots is saying is, how is he viewed? Then the other discussion is, how do we view him?
3: Mm -hmm. So I think
2: we're having two different discussions, right? I think on one hand, he is viewed as being black because he doesn't look like phil mickelson he doesn't look like jack nicholas he doesn't look like But quick, any quick question
0: them. he's viewed on being black by who society yes that's okay. what we're talking about so those the story, are the two different those are the those are the what do you think white people view him as black you think white people that love him and are in the golf view him as a black man? Yes, because he's That's the black, black guy right? that they
1: that I have black guys. I For have sure. black guys that are friends.
0: For sure, some of them don't. But, okay. but no, no. So
1: I say that they view him as black because of this. Because <laughs> he's when not I listen, white. when I listen to the Masters and I hear a black guy doing like the simulcast or whatever, I feel that that guy is there For because Tiger. of Tiger. Right. Like you would not have been there when I see other black guys on the tour. I feel like when I see a twenty two year old black man. In the Masters, I feel like Tiger is responsible for him. So that's why I do think that. I think that white America looks at it the same way. When they see any black guys, and they see you at Top Golf, you go to Top Golf, they're going to be like, y'all here because Tiger, Tiger made y'all 1, think that y'all could play this fucking game.
3: And 1,000%. we would have never played
1: this game. So I think that they also, they still see him as a black man. But I think that that story the other day, last week, was not a black story. That was a redemption story, which surpasses black, white, or anything. That was. Fall into the bottom, and everybody can relate with that. So right, but the reason why
2: it. I root for Tiger Woods is because he is not a white man playing golf. He is a minority, a black guy, why playing he, golf. Yeah, it
0: took you a long time to get to he's a black man playing golf. I don't think that we all collectively are accepting him.
2: He's a black dude playing golf.
1: You didn't leave with that. I don't think anybody was rooting against
2: Because him. I don't because I know what uh, again, t- two different two different arguments that we're having at the same time. You know what I'm saying? He's a black guy playing golf, but he's not a black guy to me and you. But for the sake of, of, of golf, deep, he's
0: a black guy. That's complex, man. That's yeah. complex conversation. It is.
2: It is. Because there are, there are so many different levels. Because you have to look at it from many different sides and many different viewpoints.
0: Right.
1: You know. If I mean I if, think everybody watching that tournament this weekend, who was black Every black person was rooting for him. Period. So, in that regard, yeah, we would definitely, but I don't think that moving forward that we are championing Tiger Woods like he's Muhammad Ali. We oh, don't are you We crazy? don't look at him like that. <laughs> but when we're watching that tournament and we know what what, <laughs> what realm he's in, we're rooting for him at that moment. But yeah. now, if anybody asks you your top five athletes, nobody's saying Tiger Woods. We're not connected to him like that. No. Hmm. No. but I do think at that tournament in that realm when you see him at a golf tournament yes yeah, we're gonna root for you yeah. that's just like what the girl Easter Ray said when they were like yo who are you looking to see tonight and she was like I'm just here rooting for the black people that's what we do like when I watch a show like an award show if there's okay. a black person in there I'm rooting for the black person off default and should we be more mindful of that what do you mean by more mindful of what of just rooting for
0: people because they're black if they're not about the progression of black people as a whole. Oh,
2: Twos is getting deep. That I'm is just, major. That's a, no, that's, that's real. That's well, real. no, because
1: the visual means more sometimes than the person. So the visual of seeing Tiger Woods walk up the 18th hole as the winner and back in 97 or whatever he won, that was more important. It didn't matter who he was fucking. No, I, and, and it didn't I, matter the girl he was with. It would not matter that we see a black man right now. So now... Everybody who came after him, whoever played golf, they all did it because of Tiger. So no matter what he was doing, it's more important to visual. And
2: and I don't disagree with that at all. But if we dig deeper to what Tuz is saying, right, so sometimes those representatives that we have out front, they aren't there for us. This is different because this is sports, right? So he's not championing anything other than himself in playing golf. And hopefully there are young kids that, that, that look like you and I that want to go out there and play golf now. Right. So we have a real representation of, of what we know. But there are other people that are out on the forefront, you know, that I don't really have much in common with you. And I think that you're out there for you being for self could be detrimental to me. But you know what? Politicians. Yeah. Republican politicians. Right. Herman we, Cain.
0: We don't have an overarching view and consensus of what the black community feels about this, because mm. the sports media yes. is all about it, right. no matter what. And it could be Michael Wilbon or whoever, whoever, but he's going to always be, yeah, you know, yeah. politically correct and talk about Tiger in, a, in, a, in yeah. a high regard. Correct. There's no source of black media to say how we as a whole felt about his redemption story or his comeback right
2: so like a you know not that this happens but like a BT, so to speak to where it's like hey look Tiger did this this weekend and yada yada yada
1: how are we but who's not gonna this? appreciate that who's not gonna appreciate somebody falling to the bottom and well, yeah, coming but, back but how up? does a billionaire fall to the bottom that's my thing He's well when a you were ranked 199 like 1099th player in the world you were once the most dominant ever well, that people goes, can relate to those type of things,
2: and that's what I was saying to you earlier. So your your finances doesn't dictate whether it can be a redemption story or not, right? That that doesn't I mean think anything. For a the redemption people, is about what does. he did on the links I think for
1: a lot of black people, it does. I don't think money even crossed people's mind when he was walking up those not one second last weekend. I think that people were thinking like, then he was you at the bottom." You can't connect
0: with that. The, the bottom to a lot of black people ain't got
1: shit to do with his bottom.
0: Right, that so do that's with the thing off. about
1: sports, though. That's the thing about sports. So we're not talking about the money. Sometimes we see people. That's why you watch. For sports. instance, people think that LeBron is miserable at times when he loses or whatever, or KD. They think KD is miserable. He's thin-skinned and all of that. He got million. He's gonna be good for life. But you can see how those things affect them. So when you're thinking about putting things, it's relatively speaking, of course. So but, if that's the
2: case, then how could there ever be a redemption story? Because all these people make way more money than we right. do. Right.
0: Well, I'm just talking about from the perspective of the black community. I'm well, just talking about so, the, from that it, perspective.
2: Yeah, but so name me – and so name me – tell me a, a redemption story in sports that you think is a true redemption story.
0: I would have to say, and, and you may have um, – countered me here, I would have to think Michael Vick was a redemption story but it was more so because he was so connected with the culture and he went into debt from all of those people that were loaning him money and things of that nature. Michael
1: Vick was a good one. He had $200 million contracts. That was big. because It was big but he, he was also became But what are the top three debt? most redemption stories though? Top three like biggest falls and climb back up because so, Tiger has to be number one. There's I nobody who was no. at the top, went all the way to the bottom I understand. for 10 years yeah, for black but I under, people? No. no, 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 not for black no, people. No. He's talking just, about sports. Sports, sports, Okay. Yeah. In and sports.
2: I think, so I definitely,
1: so see, but- Tiger Woods is, is the is, biggest fall so, from grace and climb back up. Nobody else ever did nothing right, like that. Right, because they Fall get, from grace, climb back to up. To be number one, fall- all the way to the bottom and then get all the way back to number one on the tournament that everybody knows is the most important. I know there's five majors but there's nothing like the Masters. Yeah, number one. So that was huge. Michael Vick, he made money back but he ain't win shit back.
2: Right, that's what I was going to say but it's a redemption story from the standpoint of him getting back into the league. What are some
1: other ones that we might see? Because Iverson tried to come back to Philly, kiss the floor. That shit ain't work out. I was yeah. there. <laughs> that I was shit ain't work out. Me and Sonny were y'all there. Y'all paid y'all money. Nah, <laughs> y'all was hype. Yeah. It I ain't was work happy. out. I was
2: happy when they... There's and all types of played, redemption stories. Yeah, four, Magic, four, five, magic six, tried to
1: come back to the Lakers. <laughs> this shit ain't work out. Yo,
2: listen. we Jordan not going tried back to come
1: to back to the Wizards. <laughs> this shit ain't work out. Honestly, I think... And y'all know how I feel
0: about this person. I think LeBron has a pretty good redemption That's a hell of a
2: redemption story. Cleveland.
0: Coming back to Cleveland and winning it. Yeah.
1: And down three one, that has to be in the top three. So we got Tiger.
2: You go from being a fucking the heel of all heels to being you know the hero. You
1: can't win without D Wade and all of those type of things.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that that was dope.
1: That was dope. That was dope. That's two. And we just talk about our lifetime, because maybe you could go back to the 70s or something.
2: Fucking, if you drag Willis Reed into this, you fucking Knicks fan (laughs) bastard. I thought about it across my mind. (laughs) But
1: who else? Who else was a huge redemption story? Somebody coming back, falling off, coming back big time.
0: I I mean, this is the only person that popped in my head right now is Randy Moss. When he went out to Oakland, everybody had said Left he was done dead. and said that he couldn't do anything. Yo, that's like, a good one. They didn't win a championship in, in, in um, New England, but the numbers he put up, he broke records when he got out there. He
2: never won one in New England?
1: They, no, never, they, won, they never won. They won lost the somebody in the Super Bowl. World. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tay,
1: when you coming back, we got to get this thing out of here. was the greatest
2: <laughs> team
0: ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to relax. Yeah, yeah, he he, yeah. Tom Brady had fifty touchdowns. They broke no, the record.
2: Anyway, so back let's to what we're let's, talking. Let's, let's, I don't know. I, that's all I got. Which yeah, I, I, don't I, mean, I don't know. I
1: don't know. This is on the likes of like Rudy, like don't Tiger bring up Woods. Rudy and shit. This I'm nigga just saying, redemption Rudy. stories are America's favorite type of thing. So, one thousand um, percent. We'll think about those things. Um, redemption stories. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, Tiger Woods we'll he, he, that did that. he did yeah, that. He did I just, like. That.
0: Let's move on from Tiger. I think. This is a continuous conversation that we'll see evolve and we'll see what he does for the black community and how the black community truly receives him. I mean, I just feel like the guy that I saw as a teenager being seemingly connected with the community and seemingly connected with the black culture and once he became a star, there was a disconnect. And I hope the trials and tribulations of his life could possibly provide an opportunity. That's what. I, that's my hope.
1: So moving forward, do you happen. give a shit about Tiger if he wins or loses anymore? Are you rooting for him the same way, or is it over? Like he did it, now we're good. We move on. I always root to
0: see him win, right? Because we are connected, whether he likes it or not.
2: And don't even say anything else, brother. That's a great close to that. That's a
1: great close. Let's move on to the great white hype. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know.
0: laughs> I take it you're talking about Kyle Corver, which is a good segue based on Need his some work. article <laughs> I'm, that I'm he released recently. Um, Kyle Corver challenges every a- white athlete to listen and act. Now, Kyle Corver recently put out an article Based around black privilege, uh, white privilege. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I
2: was getting about <laughs> yeah. right to say, what is this new thing that you speak of? I don't know what that is.
0: Please, white privilege. Um, it was it was the Players Tribune that yeah. he reached out and and, yep. and put together an article. Uh, a few hot takes from his article, and these are quotables. I have to continue to educate myself on the history of racism in America. I have to listen, I'll ha- I'll say it again, because it's that important, I have to listen. I have to support leaders who see racial justice as fundamental. I have to do my best to recognize when to get out of the way. I know that as a white man, I have to hold my fellow white men accountable. Hmm. This was a pretty powerful Article that Kyle Corver. I don't know how this came about if he chose or proactively uh, wanted to do this or they reached out to him. I'm not sure how that all worked. But we spoke about white privilege two episodes ago. We had our first guest that was Don Black. My man Andrew was on here and he spoke about white privilege a bit and said it was real, it's a real thing. So What are your thoughts around Kyle Korver coming out with this article, talking about white privilege, the timing of it, and if it made any impact or not, based on the level of stardom he may or may not have?
2: I mean, uh, what I think, very, I mean, you know, cool that he wrote it. Let me not, no. I think that it is commendable that he actually wrote that down and put that out to be published. I think that is commendable. Um, but on the other side, I just kind of think that again, here we are applauding applauding thoughts that should be normal. applauding thoughts that you know that everybody should have. And I know that that's not realistic. I know that that's not real life. But Kyle Corbin didn't say anything that we haven't heard before, so you know while 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 we should definitely be encouraged who
0: heard we heard this from from a uh a, a pro athlete perspective well, I don't think
2: that we it's necessarily a pro athlete that we heard it from I think that you know we've heard it period um you know
0: i no, I, but I, I think it's powerful that a pro, I don't i don't recall a pro athlete coming out in this way talking about his white privilege and recognizing it.
1: Now, for sure. So I think that, for one, I agree with your sentiments as far as Ron. I agree with your sentiments as far as, you know, these are things that, like, may be overblown, but the thing about it is we haven't heard anybody saying these things. So, like, when Kaepernick was taking a knee, right, it only takes, you know, some of those white players to step up and say, yo, no, we agree with him. None of them would do it. I mean the guy very few yeah yeah very few and no like not for nothing no prominent players you know what I'm saying (laughs) none of them would do nothing like that so we can't disregard his comments because he at least had the courage to do it I do think that there's something else to be done there where he might have the ability to organize some of those fellow white players he probably has enough Um, Kyle Corver Corver he might be able to organize Some prominent white figures To say yo This is what's going on and we need to help them Because this ain't right Now him saying it out loud Is a big deal that's the first step that's the first step but my thing is
0: what is the next step and the step after that so there's two sides to
1: that because it could on one side it could be like what Ron said like you could have just said that just to say it and get cool points and we move on and everybody forgets about it Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying we never even mention this shit again Mm -hmm. or you know you could follow that up and organizing people say, so, "Yo, let's right. support it some of Has actually
2: galvanized anybody to do anything different from what they did the day before? But
1: it came don't out. discount the, the don't discount fact that he yeah, stood yeah. out on that ledge. Um, so it's tough. I really appreciated what he said because he never, for once, made any excuses. He never he 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 owned it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he held them accountable in that regard. Um, I don't think that it will have a resonating effect with many. White, powerful people.
0: Who was he targeting? That's a, an interesting question. In that, that's article. a great
1: question. Yeah. Who was he targeting? That might right. be the best who, question right. I've who heard asked the, on this podcast. Who are the people? He was targeting the black players. You think he was targeting absolutely. Absolutely. Well, That Doesn't make sense. Absolutely, because he wanted to look oh, good c- in coming their from eyes. The, right, right, Yo, I got y'all
2: backing it in. So because the those balls. other
1: people, I feel like ain't listening to this. They right. don't care.
2: Because that would be the question. Right. It, it, it's, so where did this where did this start from? And what conversations do you have with non black players right. that we should be privy to? Right. Right. So Kyle
1: Corver still Kyle Corver. He's always been a backup. Like he like he should maybe call out some I know he starts sometimes, but he he should call out some people, yo, what are y'all doing to help these people? And name some people. Call out some names. Yo, help these people. Like, put people on the spot if you really want to make a change. Because he's not going to be able to have the impact. I commend him. And if he comes... Well, that's what I said. He's not a big enough star for this to really make an impact. Right. right.
0: Unfortunately.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, if, if it was Tom Brady then it would make it imagine if bad.
1: he said their names though imagine if he said yo we need the Tom Brady's and uh mm. this person and the Larry Aaron Bird's Rogers. or whoever Aaron Rodgers we need y'all to step up and if y'all don't step up y'all hurting us
0: Aaron Rodgers definitely stood up for Kaepernick I do know that I mean I don't, I don't know if it's his place Savon
1: huh huh Save on see what's, what's going on with yeah, that. What, what happened? Right,
2: don't worry
1: about it.
0: I want to Seyvon?
2: Don't worry on. about it. Just keep going. What fuck are y'all talking about? <sighs> don't worry about it. Just keep going. I get it, oh, Jeff.
0: What am I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I did... Mean, but
1: at the end of the to day, right... You a quote from Aaron Rodgers in regards to Kaepernick <laughs> from Seyvon.
0: Okay, okay, okay. But well, I'm just saying that Aaron Rodgers... He's he's he spoke out more than Tom Brady. I don't know if that makes him a fucking revolutionary. Clearly, no, no. But I'm just saying that this needs to be a bigger star. If this would have came out from an Aaron Rodgers, from a Tom Brady, um, even a Gronkowski or somebody of that nature, yeah, 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 yeah. Even 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 a Travis Kelsey, just because we know he's. He's down for the brown. For the brown. <laughs> he's connected to the culture, but Kyle Corbett's just not really a big
1: star. But is invited to all the cookouts from now on, though. Yeah, he got a true. spot at the table. Yeah, and he's he good. Can't, he, he can't it. make
2: the mac and cheese though. Yeah, We're good on nah, that. You can he's bring the sauerkraut.
1: In the hood, from now on, anywhere he goes, he's good. Shout out to him for that. That was that was good. I just don't think it's gonna have a. I don't think it's gonna resonate really with a lot of his peers. I think it's
0: already forgotten. Honestly, it's already come and gone. Honestly, yeah, because you you you. don't
2: hear about it and there's and there's no there's no conversation that's continuing, continuing from it. Right. And I think that's where the issue lies. Right. It's kind of like when you go to when you go to work and they have the uh, diversity training. So you have your hour worth of diversity training. And then after that, you go back to yeah, that's cool. I did it. I signed the paper, and now I go back to what my real thoughts are.
1: Even if he didn't even call people out by names, because that's that's t- that's tough to do to mm-hmm. say like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But if you just say like yo, listen, reporters, media, if if you're in a, a locker room, ask the white players how they feel about these instances. Yeah. Right. Just call out the reporters so yeah. that they can ask people. Like yeah. put somebody on the spot to really address the issues, I feel like he left the opportunity out there that he could have taken advantage of. So how
2: about this though? I think that I think that this conversation would have been way bigger in the NFL because of the racial divide that's there. For sure. In the NBA. You know, it's it's a black man's league. What right. is it? About 90 percent? Not eighty. It's close, somewhere up around ninety percent black. Right. Um, probably. You know. And, and if we drop it down to eighty five, then the other percent that that's taken away is from the international players. So and they're not even considered white. Right. Um, but what Cora did say was that people of color they built this league. They've grown this league. People of color they've made this league into what it is today. There's no reason why, um, you know, the the white players that are there. Uh, shouldn't more of them shouldn't feel like this? Because you're a lot of times when you when you have a a bias, and it's funny because I had this conversation with with Sonny's uh, superintendent the other day. He was getting some trouble in school, and I kind of feel like they're targeting him a, a little bit. You have white teachers that are teaching these black kids; they don't understand you, and it's a thing called unconscious bias. But you would think that some of these NBA players that maybe they wouldn't necessarily have that anymore because you spend so much time. With these players.
1: So I think he could have had, a, he had an opportunity to address the infrastructure. So he could have talked about mm. the amount of GMs and executives in the league. So it's not just GM or coach. Mm. There's all types of executives in this league that are making money, a ton of money, um, and they are not really invested in our... Now, let me ask you this as
0: a coach. They had the big hoopla over Tom Izzo. Um, in Michigan State, and it was a racial component that I know on the first tape, Isaiah Thomas was the one that was kind of leading in charge on that dynamic be, between um predominantly white coaches and black players and how there's a disconnect there. do you think that's important to have more black coaches in place that can relate to these players, or do you think that Uh, The coach could be a father figure no matter what
1: race he is. So for one, I do think that a coach can be a father figure no matter what race he is. But I do think that when you start with coaching, the most important thing is relationships. So you have to have relationships with players. That's the most important thing, whether you're teaching, coaching. If you're going to get through to them, it's going to be based off your relationships. So, obviously, people who understand where certain people come from mm-hmm. are going to be able to identify with them a little bit more. Right. Um,
2: that's just human life.
1: Absolutely. So, I do think that there should probably be more black coaches, Um.
0: but I don't Did think... Did you have a problem with that? I didn't have a... That, that that that's the thing.
1: I didn't have a problem with that one. Okay. Um. I, think I didn't I think either. I think Izzo was either. a coach, and I understand... It's a, it's a tough moment. Um, those are two different questions though. That mm. pro, that that was not an issue with me. Do I think that there should probably be more black coaches? Absolutely, 100%. You gotta make sure that, for one, it can't just be basketball. So we're raising young men right. at the end of the day. And if, if, if whoever's in charge of your university, your mm-hmm. high school, whatever, besides the pros, anybody else should be responsible for helping development of young men. Mm-hmm that goes to relationships so if you don't have good relationships you don't identify where these kids are coming from right. um, you can't understand their plight you can't understand them you can't help them as much as somebody else might be able to um, and typically what they do is they find assistants who can yes. uh, identify with them so the assistant right. is typically right. the that's the relationship guy he has guy. all the relationships is he so, the house nigga? no he's not a house nigga because he's helping kids Okay. He's helping kids now and he's I'm looking, looking for an opportunity. But I've had kids <laughs> I've had kids in college who are there and now the assistant coach who's been doing all the work and recruiting all these players yep. people start to recognize and so now he gets an opportunity to go coach somewhere else. Right. So now there's some players there and they're like, Oh, wait a minute, if he leaves, then I really don't have no connection to this school. Right. So why am I here? and I'm like oh, that's a tough situation because the head coach right. never speaks to you right. he's just the CEO right. so they typically if you look at those assistant coaches yes now we got that covered our the percentages are much higher for assistant coaches because they do all the dirty work they go meet those families they go into those homes but <laughs> I have a problem with that yeah being, of course being utilized as pawns of course and that's why right. I say like how Corbett had an opportunity you know what I mean? He could have dug a lot deeper. So when you're writing that article, I, I appreciate his intent early on. He had a, he had a good intent. Yeah. Um, my thing is, let somebody read it. Dig deeper. Yeah, because you know it, it kind of
2: seemed like it almost seemed like it just stopped. It almost seemed like the article stopped in mid-thought. Right. Like it didn't. I was expect, And that's why when I read it, it was like, all right, this is cool. But I didn't feel like I got a... I didn't feel like at the end it got to where I wanted it to right. be. It just, deeper. It, just, yeah, it just felt like it, it was just a hard stop. And right. I'm just like, eh, all right, he well, whatever. D- dig
1: deeper. He's been through recruiting and all of that, all of the levels. He's known people. He understands on all the levels of basketball how people are influenced. Right, speak and, out to and it. And how those things can change. Call some people out, not by name, but by the institution, whether it's the media or assistant coaches or college whoever is in, hire, in in charge of hiring college coaches or whatever, dig deeper. And I thought he could have dug deeper, but shout out to him. He's still invited to the cookout. No doubt. Indeed. Indeed. And I think that uh,
0: your king, LeBron, could have done some things that he hasn't done in, in this regard. and He could have possibly piggybacked on back I'm just saying he could have <laughs> piggybacked on this oh and he could have done goodness. some things for Los Angeles that he hasn't done yet so I'm waiting for it hopefully your king will step up to the plate and do some things that we like to see him do but we're gonna go ahead and move he on he hasn't been there a year <laughs> we're gonna move on <laughs> um, oh Kyle God. Corver we respect you for what you've done uh, we're gonna respect you for realizing that white privilege is real and I think that a lot of people don't recognize that. That is true. And that the fact that true. you have is already uh, leaps and a, bounds. a leaps and bounds and is a head start.
1: Mm. And what, not, not to like discount his thing, but it was good enough to where like, educators, teachers, coaches, can all use that as a teaching moment, mm-hmm. right? So they can use what he said. Mm. So other people can use what he said right. and not to educate others, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have a predominantly white area, I can give that to my parents or to whoever and say, listen, look at this. What do y'all think about this? And remind your kids about this. So he, he provided a good foundation I maybe it sparks
0: his to a bigger star, right? Because like he's not responsible
1: star. for the entire thing. Right. right. He started the conversation. Now it's up to other people to pick it up and kind of gonna go forward. with It. I think he could have done a little bit more, but I'm cool with that because he started it. Because maybe he will. Most people we were scared know. to start it. So if he doesn't, right. nothing else. He right. can come to the barbecue right. forever. We're good with him. So
0: let's get some horns. <laughs> Kyle Corver, we respect you. You know, of course, you know, we're going to critique things to a degree, but we respect you for coming out and putting yourself out there and be on the front line. So shout out to Kyle Culver for for sure for doing that. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the Sixers real quick, especially since we have a non Sixers fan uh, on the podcast. So the Sixers are now up 3-1 versus the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, They had hard fought. Uh, game the other day uh, against the Nets. Jimmy Butler got ejected. They were down most of the game. And they still found a way to win the game. Up 3-1. Now, we've spoken about this. And we don't think that the Sixers seriously can contend for a title this year. You being a non-Sixers fan, Jason. How do you view the Sixers? That dynamic, Brett Brown and maybe how they can get over the hump or if not.
1: So I have an a, a immense amount of respect for Brett Brown. I like him as a coach. It's funny living in, in, in Philly and being around this city, seeing how people critique um, the coaches and such. I still like Brett Brown. I still think he's a good coach. Of course, there's some things that if you watch a game, you probably can critique, but... Um, I still have an immense amount of respect for Brett Brown um, as far as the team I think the roster is a good roster it's a different dynamic um, can they contend for a title I mean I think everybody feels like Golden State is uh, vulnerable this year they're vulnerable but I can't find one person to bet against them so as vulnerable mm. as they are nobody will take another team to beat them like they just want to take the field so that as, I don't know how vulnerable that is
0: um, but, but, but I do, can, can the Sixers even get past Toronto in your mind
1: I don't think so I think that uh, Ben Simmons is a difficult a difficult player to manage because he has an immense amount of talent he's exceptionally talented unique who what player what coach what team would want him but there's some things that kind of might hurt him um, as well. So when I watch the Sixers, I like their roster. I think they have a good roster, but I do. You like the bench as well? No, I don't like the bench. So they don't have a good roster. (laughs) No, no, no. I like their five. I like their starting five. (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. That is a different point. And I don't know if they're built for
0: a seven championship
1: games. yeah yeah seven game in the championship series I think that they're built for being a good contending team Joel Embiid is a tremendous talent but I don't think that this team is I think that you kind of grow and have you have seen other championship teams where like they, they were on the brink and then they might add another free agent or two later on and they gotta kinda figure out those little loose ends that's where the Sixers are so I don't think they're a championship team right now no but I think in the next two years with the right free agents like this year I thought they just brought in the best players they could find that were available a Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. he, how could you not get, go get Jimmy Butler I think Sixers fans are starting to see like oh uh, he's not as good he's not a max type player mm-hmm. you but know I mean, he's gonna get the max from somebody somewhere from that's the problem with how the structure works he won't get it from Philly no. I wouldn't give it to him no. Philly won't give it to him No, there's no way do
0: they give it to Tobias because you've yes. got to give it to one of them and I think I give it to Tobias the Max. over Jimmy you're going to have to give it to one of them because you know one of these other markets are going to give it to him you got to give it to him mm. whether you like it or not
1: you're going to have to I think they can attract another star if, if, if that's the case if
0: the Sixers can somehow get Kemba Walker oh I'd love that that's I think they could get Kemba that's a good one that's where
1: that's where it's at go. That's, That's where it's close
0: enough to his home in New York. I don't think the Knicks or Brooklyn can. Maybe Brooklyn can. Entice I don't think him. Brooklyn wants him, and they
2: don't need him. Uh, they don't need him. They don't need him. If they, they already move, got maybe, some maybe,
0: they, maybe they move D'Angelo to the two. I like that kid. Too small. Kid. I, I like that kid, the vert. I don't know where the, the fuck he came from, but yeah, I he, like vert. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can yeah, play I like him too. But I feel like if they could get maybe get Kimba as the as the point guard and then move d'angelo to the two maybe that makes them more dynamic but
1: what about the sixers though so the sixers what's what do you guys think the biggest problem is with the sixers
3: Mm.
2: i think after we get past at starting five we're in trouble and i also think that from game to game you never know what you're going to get so you don't know if jimmy's going to give you 36 or if he's going to give you
1: 12 so do you feel more confident about the boston celtics or the sixers What do you Uh, mean? Who has the better team? Here's here's what I'm going to say. Because you say game to game, right? Boston is even worse game to game. You never know what you're going to Yeah, they've had long stretches. Right. But but
0: let me take this real quick. Go for it. I feel like, and we talked about it off air, Joel Embiid is so immensely talented. So immensely talented. But he struggles in some of the fundamental aspects of basketball. (laughs) Like dribbling. Not, not dribbling. He shouldn't so be dribbling. Much. He shouldn't be dribbling. <laughs> Second foot one. He shouldn't be. Even yesterday's game, when they, they yeah. ended up winning, he had a, a, a late a, turnover. A late turnover out on a perimeter, yep. trying to make a basketball decision and passing the ball and turning it over cross-court.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: that's a fundamental thing. Like, you don't pass the ball cross-court like right. that. And he shouldn't be on a perimeter having to make those decisions. So... Joel Embiid is the best player and the biggest liability. And I think that's a huge problem to deal with just in the pick and roll. We talk about the pick and roll. He's, he's terrible in the pick and roll offensively and defensively. That's a huge problem to where now they have Tobias and, and Boban running the pick and roll together. They don't put, Joel Embiid as the screener in the pick and roll. They put Bobon there. Or they'll put somebody else there. They refuse to put Joel Embiid there because they know he's atrocious offensively <laughs> and defensively as a pick and roll in a pick and roll situation.
1: So you think Embiid is your biggest
0: problem? I'm telling you that he's the most I just told you, he's the most immense talent he's immensely talented and he's the best player that we have. But the fact that he lacks In those situations, maybe being that he started so late in playing basketball could have a lot to do with it. But that is very challenging when you're a coach and a lot of people like to point at Brett Brown. But when your best player, who is a big man, can't defend in the pick and roll, can't play offensively in the pick and roll. And now often your offense looks stagnant. So let's That's talk about problem. let's talk
1: about him offensively in a pick and roll because this is something that I watch. Offensively in a pick and roll, <laughs> who was he running pick and roll with? Who's the guard? Who's who's who has the ball? But whose decision is that? Who it's, has the ball? It's, it's, it's Ben Simmons because if he was playing with Kyrie Irving. Would he be that bad? But let me ask you this: Wouldn't that be a great pick and roll but, offense? But
0: Jason, why aren't they running the pick and roll with? Tobias and, and, and Embiid. They're running it with Bobon and Tobias.
1: Right. Because, so why is that? Because they're running things off the ball to get the ball because they're, they're, the pick and roll is not their focus. They're running the pick and roll to get, that's a, an, an initial action just to get something to Embiid. They're not, if he played pick and roll with Kyrie, he'd be fine. Now defensively, yes, he's top heavy. I mean, he's bottom heavy. His feet, I, I get that. Him moving from the perimeter to inside. Defensively, I get it. You don't want to pull him away from the Remy seven foot one. But offensively, he can shoot it. He's skilled enough. He's playing with Ben Simmons in the pick and roll. Who can do what? Nothing. That's that's not his but fault. To your point, that's a Brett Brown decision to make. Uh, ben Simmons a point guard, so that's valid. So it's been, it's Brett Brown. How do y'all feel about Brett Brown? Because that's the big thing in Philly. Everybody hates Brett Brown. Yeah. I like him. I I don't. Why do you like him? Hold on. Why do you like him as a coach? Why do you like him? So my experience with him, I've I've met him a few times. He Weird flex. obviously has—he <laughs> obviously has a <laughs> lot of basketball knowledge. Are you trying it's to true.
0: prep yourself for
1: a job? No, 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 no. no hey, don't nobody Two. take this and
2: send this to uh, Brett Brown. And
1: <laughs> 2 I say this. I like <laughs> well, people who this go out all on the, way the way ledge <laughs> So I like the fact that he tries something different. Nobody else is saying, "Yo, let's bring Ben Simmons and he's our point guard." Who else does that? Everybody else goes prototypical. They play with some bums. He's going out on a lezzy trying something completely different. So sometimes you try something different, and they're kind of working through that right now. I don't think that... I mean, you look at like little game management stuff like that. Maybe he makes some mistakes, but at the end of the day, yo, he's bold. He's willing to try his own thing. He had the courage to believe. Yo, I'm going to make Ben Simmons the point guard. We're going to rock out like this. Um, Well let me ask you this If they They
0: get past Brooklyn That seems like That's gonna happen But we don't know They go into a series With the Bucks Hmm. And they get Swept Does Brett Brown Have to go
1: If they get swept Mm. I don't think They'll get swept For one
0: Okay Well if they lose The series altogether, Do you think That that means His job For who Brett
1: Brown No but who's Gonna replace him well, that's. that's Because that's, if you right, want to fire right. somebody, have a good replacement. Like, don't just fire them just because. If, uh, if it's Mark Jackson, say it's Mark Jackson, would you replace Brett Brown with Mark Jackson? I wouldn't. I think that, for one, you I think wouldn't. No, no, I think you got to analyze a team, right? So, what are we doing with these pieces? Obviously, you try to put together a team real quick. Um, I think that there's some. I don't know that Jimmy Butler's been as good as he could be. I think Jimmy Butler could be better. So now you're gonna get rid of Jimmy Butler, because y'all y'all not keeping Jimmy Butler, right? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. So why are you not keeping him? Cause you got this big time player in the middle of the season yeah. and you thought that he was gonna be an all-pro. I don't right, think, but, but, if, but why of not? That, why are you not keeping him? What because of that very reason. Can, but if you can if you can get Kimba Walker or J-
0: Jimmy, I'm taking Kimba.
1: No, no, and but, but let's say you can't get, get Kimba. You can't you can't get Kimba. Why are you not trying to keep this all pro player that you got? Because, because he wasn't th- as good as you thought he was going to be
2: Right and I don't think Jimmy would be happy here anyway
1: So why, no I think Jimmy would be happy here But why fire the coach because another player I don't
2: think would be happy
1: here I don't think he would be, uh,
2: be- Even though yesterday though I'm in not the
1: firing game- a coach because a player Who's bounced around the league to a few different teams Didn't live up to what you thought he was going to be uh, The other teams who let him go He's not as good as we think he is. He's here's, tough.
2: Here's the conversation that we had off I agree, mic. Good, I agree. I think that I think that it's mostly talk radio. I think the Fan and WIP, Fanatic and WIP want to get rid of Brett Brown. They I don't, don't know how much the front office actually wants to get rid of him.
0: Well, they stated if there's an early exit, it's it's going to be a Did drastic changes made. Oh, damn. It they said that? They said that. What's his name, Harris? Yeah, Joshua Harris. Josh Harris said if there's an early exit, there will be drastic changes made. Oh,
2: that means I mean that his ass is on a chopping block then.
0: <laughs> Clearly. That's crazy. But I think that you have to also look at Elton Brand. As I said in the last episode, Elton Brand left us without any kind of power, firepower off the bench. There's no guards coming off the bench. Landry, and I think, you. and I will give a, a lot of credit to Brett Brown for the adjustments that he's made. Yeah. That pick and roll with Tobias and Bobon. Mm-hmm. didn't see that before. And I think I give him a lot of credit for adjusting to that. When we scored 51 points in the third quarter, which is the history. Mm -hmm. No, it was the third quarter. It was the most points in the history of the playoffs. Right. It was no point guards, quote unquote, point guards on the floor.
2: That's what I'm saying. It was our second unit. So we had Jim, not even the second unit, but we had Jimmy, Tobias, and whoever else was out there.
0: Yeah, That's what it was. Boba, I me, mean, Mike Scott. But either way, there, wasn't, there was no TJ McConnell. There was no Ben Simmons who y'all want to Thank officially I do think I more TJ
1: McConnell, man. It, it, I hate exactly. watching him. Jason, can you tell him? Because I yeah, try to tell these folks. I, he's I he's hate wonderful.
0: watching him. No, he stunk as the year has gone down. As the year has gone down, he
3: stunk.
2: He's been terrible. Itch. He would come off of the bench <laughs> and he brought great energy out there. On the f- on the court,
1: he was never it. Yo, he's terrible, man. We don't want him around here. Get him out of <laughs> Yo, here. Yo, you it's do me
2: a favor it. and don't say we. Your <laughs> well, team is I'm the just Knicks. Saying. Right? My
1: team is the Knicks. What I'm saying, i watch are yeah. Real quick, man, never watching TJ McConnell. The six is How far do you see them going? Are they gonna play? Who's who, they got the Bucks next round? They no. got Toronto next. Next round. How I like Toronto. I think I like Toronto probably to win it. How many I think. Many? Kawhi is, I think Toronto, Toronto and how many? going to win the East. You think that Toronto Six wins the championship against Golden State? Fuck no. I am at the East. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the East. <laughs> <That> <laughs> nigga said relax. So you don't no. see anybody
1: beating Golden State in the East? Nobody in the East. I think they could be upset in the West. All right. So let's say Houston beats Golden State. Do you think that Toronto can beat Houston? Yes.
0: Mm, that could happen. It's all about matchups. Yeah. I think
1: this is real exciting for the NBA. especially. That's why it's so good that LeBron got eliminated. Cause now it's just you don't want LeBron in there. Cause now it's just we get to see what how everything unfolds. Cause you know if LeBron's in You're there, giving the East, this nigga ammo. Jay, he dominated just let the East. Go. He dominated the East. He made it not fun. Did he make the East alone. not fun? Who Lebron? Lebron. I made don't know that. he not made not
0: it. Fun. F-
2: oh, you saying not fun? Yeah, yeah for LeBron, seven years. Yeah, 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 yeah. If
0: Lebron was still there with the Cavs this year, they would the be a non motherfucking factor. Shout out to Evelyn. he would be a non motherfucking factor, Ben.
1: <laughs> 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 Yo, yeah, Lebron dominated. He's so bad. It, the league got born. <laughs> he got born. <laughs> <That> out
3: <laughs> Evelyn. <The
1: non-motherfuck-
2: laughs> that should be the first and the last time you hear anything from VH1 on this damn that podcast was, and shit, basketball
0: wise. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. He be a non motherfucker back.
2: Shout out to Antoine Walker. He's, <laughs> He's never probably never doing a podcast a in the in basement East. too. Shit. He would
0: oh, have man. been in my on the cabs? Who would they would have gotten to help him out? We don't He'd know. have been maybe they have got Anthony Butler. Davis
2: and shit.
0: You know what I mean? We could've maybe got Jimmy. Possibly Jimmy. Then they would have won it. They wouldn't want you shit. think that. Jimmy and LeBron, LeBron would have been arguing top? like shit. Giannis We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with this. I'm gonna ask you this question. If Giannis somehow wins the championship this year with oh that God. team, is he the greatest player of all time?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> is that not the silliest shit you ever heard?
1: Yeah, he's just the greatest of all time. Could you not now put him in the conversation? <laughs> no, that'd be a great performance. The greatest
0: player of all time for one on year? that team in that market.
1: This nigga just skipped Michael Jordan crazy?
0: and shit. We don't care. The Giannis DeConte Cupo.
2: He can't even say his name. If he's, he's the greatest not, he's player not, of all he's time. Not he's not
0: <laughs> yo, here's a question.
2: It. Yo, is Giannis a superstar?
0: He's a star. He's not a superstar. Oh, all right. He's a star. Have y'all now? Y'all here's a superstar. yo, Jay. If is, he wins a championship. He's a superstar.
2: Is Joel and B the superstar?
1: no what mm-hmm. he's not a superstar mm-hmm. he's I, on his way though he mm-hmm. got the potential to be one because his charisma and all of that he, he can be the a potential superstar be one, but, he ain't but one. a superstar i I think that you are a little bit tight with the superstar thing i think more people were superstars than you said um but who else well all y'all said was like what steph curry <laughs> and lebron i said steph curry lebron and kd who else well i think james harden's a superstar no, I think James Harden's a no, superstar. Tony stoner.
0: Crosby doesn't know James, Hard- James Harden.
1: That's right, but Tony Crosby that don't 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 matter if he know James, <laughs> James, James Harden. She <laughs> motherfucker, that's
0: my mother. Respect.
1: That's content right there. I didn't know. You no, didn't man, know my
0: mother's name was Tony? I, nigga. I know you just the fucking fourth grade. Okay? There's no way I would ever going on? know. That.
1: I would have only said Mrs. Crosby. I would have never... Beckett, we came from a different type of era. I would have never said nothing like that. Well, but, I
2: came from the same era. I always called her Miss Tony and shit.
1: Right, you knew her personally. James Harden. <laughs> you been in my house, nigga? My mother
0: asked about you two weeks ago, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you tell her, stop asking about Jason. He doesn't care. <laughs> Clearly.
1: Yo, James Harden's a superstar. <laughs> Wait, was t Mac a superstar? <laughs>
0: And the fuck's all this, this show is over. <laughs> Fucking, it, fuck it, it's
2: over. Oh shit! That said he. Don't. <laughs> the show is over. that was funny.
1: Damn. I did know that just your pops name wasn't thinks. Tony though. What? I knew that that wasn't your pops name. You know my dad's name, man. <laughs> right? right, right, right. So I just, I, I don't know. All right, we'll move on. I forgive you for that one. <laughs> But
0: what were we talking about? <laughs> <Superstars>. <laughs> superstar.
2: You superstar. Superstars.
0: You said that James Harden is a superstar. Superstar. I think. Wow, does your mother know James Harden? I don't know, yo. I could. Jason, does your mother know? On a side you know, note, I'm going to call. So I, I just can't. Cons- if, if, if the world doesn't know you, you're not a superstar. I just can't. I just can't get with that. We're going to test mm, this out. There's some people that the world quick. know that aren't
1: superstars, though. Uh There's some people that the world does know that aren't superstars. But we're talking about, we just said, your mother probably doesn't know him. My mother doesn't know him. His mother doesn't know him.
2: We're going to find out. James Harden. Let's see.
1: James Harden is a superstar. He's
2: in State Farm commercials. He's in all kinds of things.
1: Greek freak.
0: Hey,
2: Ma. Does he speak English? Hey, quick question. So yeah, me and can. Tucson and Jason, we're doing a podcast, right? I got a question. Do you know who James Harden do you know who James Harden is? Hmm? James Harden. James Harvey? No. <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> no. James Harden.
3: James Hardy? <laughs> Are you
2: saying James Hardy? No. H A R all right, H A R D E N. James Harden? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you, Ma. I'll talk happy to you later. Eastern, okay. Carol. Love, right. you, love you. Bye. Love you, too. All right. Damn. So, well, James Harden's got some work to do. <laughs> and James Hardy, too.
3: <laughs>
0: there it is. is LeBron James. K D, even though he has no personality, he was just that great of a ball player. And
2: also hit the so my mom knows K D from the story with his mother. That's why. I think he had like a real MVP? No. He had like a um was it a lifetime? He had like a lifetime movie or something.
0: That, ah, that he did. Yeah, yeah that yeah, she watched. She did. And like
2: she knows that. KD because of that.
0: Well, yeah, KD's done a good job putting himself out there. He had the Thunderstruck movie and the probably that Lifetime movie.
2: Right. I think the Lifetime movie probably helped him bigger than Thunderstruck.
0: And honestly, <laughs> <laughs> probably, but he just, a phenomenal bat. Like sometimes your talent just is so undeniable that right. you have to pay attention to it to where people are going to want to talk about you and market you right but i think it's kd curry and lebron that are superstars you can't from tell the aspect me that anybody else in the nba is a superstar yeah well, you can't tell me that
2: i guess i guess i mean i guess the proof is in the pudding it's been it's been proven at this point so until james harden until he becomes a household name uh it, there's only three superstars man
0: I kind of feel like Westbrook is a bigger star than Harden. Nah,
2: not a chance.
0: He's a bigger star than Harden is.
2: Not a chance.
0: You don't think Westbrook is a bigger star than Harden? Not at all. It's close.
2: I don't think so. I I don't think Russell Westbrook. uh, I think you have to be into sports to know who Russell Westbrook is.
0: Well, I feel the same way about Harden, but I just feel like, as far as who's a bigger star.
2: Yeah, but James Harden, the beard. You fear the beard. You see the beard in the State Farm commercials. Um, again, Russell Westbrook just looks like a light skinned guy, you know, with, with, with little clothes on. So, <laughs> why is that man wearing a blouse? And why does he look so damn mad while he's doing it? Yeah.
1: So, Zion Williams is a bigger superstar than James Harden.
2: You're bugging.
1: Because I, I, I will I, tell I you that there's that. some people that know I who Zion Williams that. is. He's the biggest star. Not Zion's not a
0: Zion might be. That's that's interesting. Zion might be a superstar.
2: No, no chance. No chance.
0: He's one of the few coming into the league that are polarizing and has that it, it factor, factor coming into the league. We don't see it often. I don't think it's going to fully translate. And I'm going to ask you yeah, that question. And yeah, we're going to we're going to end this. What do you think about Zion? We had the conversation about who he might be, the ceiling, the floor, and the most likely. And you don't have to give us all of that, but thoughts. do you think that Zion is going to be a superstar player in the NBA?
1: I don't think he's going to be an a all-NBA player. I think mm-hmm. he'll make an all-star team at some point. He is super explosive. Yeah. Don't get into metrics and think about what you've seen before, because that's what everybody does. They're like, yo, if he doesn't fit the mold of what we saw before, he can't do it. Mm. He's going to be he's huge body and all that. But his athleticism is off the charts. He's explosive. He can post up because he's got quick feet and he's got strength. He can do those. You said things. he can, but did you see it? I've seen it. And the you thing about it, it is, they come double teams right away. Now, he doesn't live in the post. No, he's not. A, he doesn't live in the post. Mm. He can only shoot jump shots off catch and shoot, like set jump shots. So he's got a lot of work to do there. But he's going to be an NBA star. Like, his sneaker contract, they should give him a lot of money because he, he should do is, his own
0: deal without. The well-known apparel companies. That's my opinion. Well, if he had
1: a father like Lavar Ball, then maybe he would be able to do that, and he can. You don't
0: need a father like Lavar to do it. I could do it for him, Zion Holland. He me. doesn't trust you. <laughs> he needs somebody <laughs> who has his back to give him that type of pride
1: to tell him, like, "Yo, we don't need this." To turn down a hundred million dollars, because it's hard to turn down a hundred million dollars. But I do think he's going to be a superstar. I'm not a superstar. I think he's going to be an all star um, at some point. Maybe not like perennial, but he'll be a solid player. Um, make a couple all-star teams have a whole bunch of highlights Um, but the NBA is tough because you gotta get in the right situation and you gotta have the right people around you and if you play for the New York Knicks there's a good chance that you don't have an all-star career because they have terrible management, terrible ownership and if he goes there which is my squad, I feel for him unless KD or somebody comes because he could be surrounded by garbage so it's tough for him but I, I do think that he's a, an exceptional talent um, nothing like LeBron James nothing like that which but, is what
2: they're pushing on him that's yeah. a lot of
1: hype I think it. that's more sneaker company though I think that's more like can, does he have the ability to, to impact the generation of people and that's yes. what I'm
2: saying that's what I'm yeah but what I'm saying is that they're what LeBron did was unreal to live up to the hype that was placed upon you That is a very difficult thing to do for someone to say at 16, 17, 18 years old. Remember, they were talking about him coming out as a junior in high school for them to say that this kid is that great. And for him to actually live up to it and become one of the best basketball players of all time. That's a very difficult thing. And they're saying that Zion is is a talent that can do the same thing.
1: I don't think he'll be able to do that, but I can't tell you like a pair of Kyrie's KD's. None of these other players' sneakers, Harden's. But we're going to remember the Zion's. Like, you'll remember his sneaker. They'll have impact. He'll have some cultural relevance. But I don't know. As far as a player, he's not going to be like LeBron. But I do think he'll have a big impact for the first two or three years just because of his athletic well, prowess. No. We're going to wrap
0: it up. Zion,
1: wish you the best. Uh, I think he's going
0: to be an exciting player. Right. what we'll see. In but, a great dunk contest. He'll right. win that. He'll, he'll have All-Star Weekend on Smash. He better do it unlike... Your king. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Coach Harrigan, are you going to be coaching high school next year or are you going to stay in the AU circuit?
1: We'll see. To be continued? <laughs> to be continued. Look at this oh, motherfucker here. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Let's give you a round of applause
0: for joining us on the show. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. That's funny. No doubt. And we um, want to give a quick shout out. You don't got to say anything, cause you know you may not want to say anything. But we want to dedicate this episode to Mr. Ernest Holiday. Uh, we talked about Nipsey Hustle in our last episode and what he did for the community. But uh, within our community, we recognize somebody like Ernest Holiday to give people an opportunity um, that look like him um, that may not have had the background or may not have had the certain success and say the track record but gave them a chance to excel and exceed uh Ernest Holiday passed away uh not too long ago and he meant a lot to all of us as a uh, growing up in our childhood and Thanks. we definitely miss you and we want to honor you and respect you for everything that you've done for us so shout out to Ernest Holiday, best known as Mr. Holiday. um Love and support to the family, and and we definitely love you and miss you for everything that you did for us. So, shout out to Mr. Mr. Ernest
1: Holiday for sure. Shout out to him for sure. Indeed.
0: So, either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We'll see you all next time.
3: Sixes. Y'all don't believe in this.